Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 601 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate you and your time, and as always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We have a great question today from Jamal, but before we get to that, I do want to give a quick plug for my book, Will It Fly, which you can find at willitflybook.com. It's about how to test your ideas and validate them before you put in all that time and effort just to make sure that they're gonna work out for you. So a little bit of time to invest up front to make sure that the time you do spend on your business is gonna be well worth your while. And that's kind of what Jamal's question is about today. So let's get right into it. Here we go. Hello, I'm Jamal. And my question is, without using Longtail Pro or Market Samurai, what are some concrete signs you have found a good niche you can work with and profit from? Whenever I find a niche I like, I get almost overcome with fear and doubt about whether it will work or whether I'm just wasting my time. Thanks. Hey, Jamal, thank you so much for the question. I appreciate it. And uh, like I said earlier, you know, Will It Fly will be a great resource for you because it does walk you through the steps and the process of actually validating and testing your ideas. So if you have a bunch of ideas or even if you only have one, you can do some things to make sure that it's actually gonna work out for you before you put in all that time, effort, and potentially stress into it which we're all gonna have to go through, even with successful businesses. You're gonna have to work hard, you're gonna have to pull through and plow through those tough times. Uh, but that paralyzation, that, um, that, that paralyzing effect that you have when you're starting a business, that's very common. So Jamal, you're definitely not alone. I've experienced it myself. I continue to experience it with new things that I try. But the way that I sort of hack myself or my brain to plow through those things is I think of the, the fear as a sign. This is something that is very much in alignment with a book out there called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And he says that fear, that self-doubt, that resistance is actually a sign that whatever it is you're thinking of doing is actually worth doing, that there's something awesome on the other end. Now, of course, the niche that you select is very important, but that fear that you have in general means that you know you do care about this, you do want it to work, so hopefully you will do the things that you would uh, need to do in order to, to make it happen, and that upfront would require some research. So how do you, without using Longtail Pro or Market Samurai, which are keyword research tools, how would you find a good niche and plow ahead? Uh, in fact, I, I wouldn't even start with Market Samurai or Longtail Pro, and I know that might sound a little bit weird because in the past I've done experiments and have built successful websites and businesses that have started with Longtail Pro or Market Samurai by looking at Google search figures and volumes of keywords and which which ones are competitive, which ones are not. That's how I've been able to build securityguardtraininghq.com, uh, which continues to generate a uh, 1000 or $2 every month over the past four or five years. And again, I started with... Uh, Market Samurai for that one, and then uh, foodtrucker.com, which is continuing to go, and uh, actually we're putting a lot more effort into it in the next coming months uh, to hopefully 10x the income from there too, so you'll hear more about that soon. But again, that was all started with keyword research. What I would start with is actually conversations, talking to people in specific niches that you have some interest in, and then actually looking for particular problems that you can provide solutions for. And one of the things I will mention, there's a whole number of different kinds of fears that you might have related to the businesses or ideas that you might be wanting to start. One of the most common ones is when you do the research and you go out there, you're going to find that there's a lot of people out there, if it's a niche uh, that, that is quite popular, um, that there's going to be a lot of people already serving that particular audience, already providing solutions to the audience that you want to provide a solution for. And you know, initially, a lot of people fall back or they see that as a sign that they shouldn't 
go forward because somebody else has already done that work. But actually, it's a good sign that, A, there's a market there for you, that it's already been tested. Somebody's vetted it out and actually validated that there's a market there. Um, but secondly, it gives you an opportunity to see from a bird's eye perspective what's different and position yourself in a way that allows you to enter that market that, again, already has people serving that audience, but to be able to come in and serve that audience in a different way. And I'm going to give you a uh, an exercise that will help you, uh, Jamal, that comes directly from the book, and this is called your uh, Creating Your Market Map. I think I talked about it in a recent episode of Ask Pat, but I'll go into detail here of what this is about. And so what you want to do is you want to find your three Ps. So after you come up with an initial idea or a seed idea or you have some sort of interest or you talk to some people who have a particular problem, if you want to research further, here's what you do. You want to know who's in that crowd so you can know how to stand out from it, and you want to find the three Ps of your audience, and that is create a spreadsheet of the following three, quote, Ps. The first P are the places, the websites, the forums, the groups, and all the places where online and offline even that your target audience that you just targeted, again, you're still in the research mode, you haven't committed anything yet, uh, where they all exist and congregate and hang out. So that's the first P, all the places. The second place is, or excuse me, the second P is a list of the people, the influencers in that space who already have some influence over those people. And this is uh, gonna be really handy. I'll tell you why in a second. But you wanna know who those people are because they've already spent time to earn that trust and there's ways to actually utilize that and use that to your advantage. And then number three are the products. What are the products and, and, and the uh, solutions that are being offered to that particular audience out there? And once you create this spreadsheet, even if there's only 10 of each of those Ps, it's gonna be a great snapshot of what's going on in that market. So you can then look and see from a bird's eye view what's going on and what might need some help or holes there might be that you can then come in and fill in. And this market map becomes a completely useful tool for you if you continue to move forward with this niche after you do this research. And sometimes you do this research research and you find that, well, it's not as interesting as you thought it was. But sometimes you do this research and it looks completely uh, attractive and you want to keep moving forward. And if you do keep moving forward, these three Ps will be completely useful to you because the places, those are places that you could guest post on to start growing and marketing your business once you validated it. Uh, the, The places are also places where you could potentially advertise if you wanted to. The people, those are the people that you should be building a relationship with, reaching out to potentially down the road creating JV partnerships with or working side by side on on certain projects with uh, and then the products are, are a great list to have because you can see what's already being offered out there and offer something different but also you can gauge the prices and what's what people are already buying and it just becomes a, again a useful tool for you so that's the market map and that's just the taste of what you can find and will it fly but that's going to help you get started that's how you find a good niche you see what's out there and where you could come in and further than that you also want to get into your customers head by having conversations with them doing surveys and just really discovering what uh, and, and extracting what those ideas might be and then actually going as far as coming up with a solution and before you even build it actually getting people uh, a small amount of people to pay for them just to validate that that is something that actually people would pay money for and this is the quicker easier route a little bit harder of course it's going to take some time but you know if you want to succeed you're going to have to uh, put the work in and get out of your comfort zone. And this is a lot faster than building a blog on a topic that you may or may not be um, sure about 
and then hoping to build an audience and then surveying your audience from there. That takes time. It takes time to build those relationships. But you, if you start with the problem, that's that's where everything kind of comes and stems off of. So, Jamal, thank you so much for your question today. I hope that gives you uh, at least a good starting point. And I wish you, want to wish you all the best of luck. I want to send you an Ask Pat teacher for having your question featured here on the show as well. So you'll hear from my assistant, Jessica, in the next couple of weeks to collect your information for that. And uh, everybody else out there, if you have a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. And again, one more time, a small plug for my book, Will It Fly? A Wall Street Journal bestseller, self-published. Um, you can find it on Amazon at willitflybook.com. You can get it on Kindle, get the paperback version, or on Audible. And if you listen to this podcast, you will probably love listening to that. Uh, and you can find that on Audible uh, also. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. And here's a quote to finish off the day by Maya Angelou, who's been featured here uh, with several other quotes in the past, but I like this one too. We delight in the beauty of the butterfly, but rarely admit the changes it has gone through to achieve that beauty. Similar quote, I think I remember hearing about or from Arnold Schwarzenegger where everybody sees the results, but nobody sees the hours of work you put in at the gym or or something similar to that. Uh, But put in the hours, put in the hard work, and great things will happen, especially when you have serving the customer in mind. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of AskPad. Thanks so much.